This is the Bro Storm Source Podcast. Thanks for joining us. On this week's episode, we're going to talk a little World Cup, NFL takeaways, best bets as always, and then we'll play a game at the end. We managed to get rid of intern P and uh, bring Felix in for that final segment. Stay with us throughout. It's Bro Storm Sports with your hosts, Sasha and Scott Bushka. He's a sports talk show host named Sasha, named after Sasha Radunovich. And Scott's a wisdom-seeking, educated, networking guy who works in the sports industry. Featuring Intern P, the basement beer pong world champion. So put on your bro coat. It's time for a bro storm. Welcome into Bro Storm Sports. It is Monday, December 19th. We just got done watching the Packers beat the Rams on Monday Night Football. I'm your host, Sasha Bushka. As usual, I can't say always anymore, I'm joined by my brother, Scott Bushka. I think he was at like a, uh, I believe he called it a Pinot Noir convention last week. So he missed out on the pod. And uh, intern P's joining us from somebody else's basement this week. So that's exciting times. He probably has played a few matches of beer pong already tonight, trying to live up to his name as basement beer pong champion of the world. How are we doing tonight, fellas? Per usual, Sasha's full of shit. I left for a week and that didn't change. Um, I'm happy to be back. Sasha and intern P kicked me off last week in lieu of Felix. The people spoke, and I am back. Uh, I missed you guys last week, and I got to be honest, I listened to the pod. Intern P was getting a little, uh, I don't know, maybe a little too big for his britches. Yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. A little big for his britches. He he had a, a human punching bag over there in Felix, and uh, he was taking advantage of it. Well, Scott, I'm I'm really I'm glad you're back. I don't care what you say about me. I'm just <laughs> glad that you're back. We missed you. So I yeah. hope you I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. Okay. I am happy. Intern P will be returning to intern status today. Um and as usual, he came prepared. Uh we all have mics. Intern P didn't bring his. As Sasha said, I think he's a few beers deep. So uh yeah, should be good. We apologize if you can't hear intern P. What did you actually take shots of, P? Uh, today, I was actually taking some Captain Morgan shots, uh, chasing with some Diet Dr. Pepper. So I'm feeling pretty good today, boys. Not going to lie. Good. We'll try to limit your airtime, if at all possible. Uh, but Hey, hey all th- all, uh, in all seriousness, I missed, uh, I missed bro storming with you guys last week, so I'm glad to be back. Yeah, we'll make this one a good extra special sesh to make up for the lost time last week. Uh, just real quick, before we get into the NFL, I have a few thoughts on that, but I did want to mention a couple of weeks ago, we had our soccer special, Argentina wins the World Cup. Obviously, Seth, who was on, predicted that France would win it. They came very close, lost in penalty kicks to the final, but Messi gets the uh, the much-needed World Cup title on his resume to be maybe considered the greatest of all time now, uh, but now that we got that out of the way, the Monday night game tonight was 24 to 12, and that was the largest margin of the week in the NFL. So needless to say, there's a lot of close games. But can we, Sasha, I was, I was hoping you bring up the World Cup. I don't like that game. Typically, I would say soccer is not worth talking about. That great, that game was amazing. Um, it yeah. started, it started seven o'clock um, out here, West Coast time. I had two thoughts. One is, I, I have never seen, I haven't watched a ton of soccer, but but a player put like so much pressure on a defense as Mbappe did in the last 15 minutes of, of regulate. Like 
of regular. I don't think you call it regulation in soccer, regular time. Like he was all over the place, scored two goals in like the last 10 minutes. And then I'm curious, like, I don't know. Can you remember another time in sports like football, baseball, basketball, the sports that we talk about where you had like a stage that big for all the marbles and probably like the two best players in the game, one who's on his way out and one who is like ascending to take the, take um, the throne and, and play like at an elite level. I, I thought that was pretty rare and super cool. Yeah, it was definitely, um, it was definitely a cool game. Uh, Cause I mean, you think of it, you've been watching these world cup games throughout. If you're not a big soccer fan, you'd, you don't know exactly how games go, but one thing you do know is like a team gets a two nothing lead and it's pretty much over. And then next thing you know, it's a tie game. They score two goals in three minutes and they each get a goal in extra time. So there's about as much drama as you could ask for. Yeah. Was was the fact that intern P was humping his computer for like 30 seconds distracting to you? <laughs> it's just slightly distracting. And now there's like a image of Rocky behind his head. So <laughs> I have no idea what's going on over there. I mean, I set out a week. No, I forgot okay. how sure terrible sure. intern P is at this. No, it's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, that, that Argentina France game was lit. Um, France got carried by Mbappe. Uh, and then I just hate that it has to end on penalty kicks. I don't, I don't love that. I don't really get it. I, I think someone else should have to get the final goal. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, I don't disagree with yeah. you. They did basically say at the start of overtime, they were like, if this goes to penalty kicks, Argentina's going to win. Because apparently their goalkeeper like specializes in it, and Francis sucks. So I kind of agree with you. Yeah. W- one thing they could do is, like, 30 minutes of extra time is essentially a third of the actual game. So, I mean, they already split it up into two 15-minute extra times. Why not make that first overtime, second overtime? If somebody has the lead, at the end of the first 15 minutes, then it's won by them. And then you get a second one. If somebody has the lead at the end of that, it's won by them. And then you go to penalty kicks. It just creates a little bit extra. Or they used to do golden goal, which is just if you go into extra time, if somebody scores a goal, they win the game. That that would make a little bit of sense there as well. In the NFL this week, the Packers just got done beating the Rams by 12 points on Monday Night Football. And that was the largest margin of victory in the entire week. So every single game was within two scores this week. A lot of really good games to go around. We had the Vikings Colts on Saturday, Bills Dolphins on Saturday, a couple of Sunday games that stuck out, Jaguars, Cowboys, Chiefs, Texans, Raiders, Patriots. Anything you guys found interesting? Yeah, week 15 was was amazing. Um or I guess intern B would say week 15 was lit, right? Right, B? It was so lit. It's it was, interesting. It was dope. Because every time P comes on camera, he's got a different world. background behind him. I'm so confused uh, with what's happening with intern P's video and audio and everything. I wish it's I could like make that. fun of him more, but I'm also having the same problems. Um, the game that we've t- week 15 was amazing. The game I thought was incredible mostly because it probably saved my marriage, was that Raiders-Patriots game. Um, if you all remember, I have a bet on that game about the Patriots not making the playoffs, and it turns out that in the series of two minutes and a very stupid, um, pitchy, woo-woo play at the end of that, um, the Patriots lost. Now they're out outside of the playoffs looking in. So, um, yeah. Was that the dumbest into a game you guys have ever seen? 
it's hard to say it wasn't. I don't know. Like, obviously, the dumber play was Jacoby Myers making the throw, but I don't know what was the. It was the dumbest play and the least athletic play all rolled into one because making that pitch and throwing it directly to Chandler Jones was the dumb play. And then Mac Jones getting absolutely mauled with a chance to tackle Chandler Jones to save the game and go to overtime was maybe one of the less athletic plays you'll see an NFL player make. So they kind of captured everything all in one. Yeah. I mean, I was I was going to ask. If we have, if we definitively know that Mac Jones is it like is he actually an NFL starting quarterback? But I feel like the more interesting question, because that's clearly no, is should Belichick hang it up? Like like he like he's past his prime, right? Yeah, it, I mean the the debate around like Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Tom Brady's awful this year, or at least his team is. They're six and eight. But somehow Belichick's still worse. So the debate around who did more in that dynasty, I think has officially, with that play, gone to Brady and can't go back the other way. Unless unless the Patriots somehow go on a run and win the Super Bowl. But I, I don't think anyone sees that coming. P, what other, or, or Sasha, what other games before we get into, I know we're going to do a little contender pretender. Um, what other games uh, were, were most fun for you guys this weekend? I mean, that Bengals game was pretty awesome for me. I actually was watching the game at a bar. It was 17-3 to at half, and I was like, you know, like the Bengals are never out of it. Like They're a second-half team. Their defense somehow always performs better in the second half. And I was like, I'm going to live bet them. And I live bet them, money line, and they won. You know how much I love the Bengals, and I'm very excited that they won. They could mess around and get the one seed, honestly. He loves the Bengals. Yeah, it's – just from like a personal perspective, um, my brother-in-law and nephew were at that Vikings Colts game, which was the largest comeback in NFL history, which says a lot about the litness of week 15, not a litness test, but litness of week 15 that we were just now getting to the largest comeback in NFL history. Um, but they went to the game, they're big Vikings fans. And I start getting Snapchats and pictures like that. They're at the game. I didn't even know they were going to be there. And it's like, oh, my God, could they have chosen a worse game to go to? The Vikings are down 33 to nothing. And it's always kind of like a running thing that every time they go to a game, the Vikings lose. Next thing you know, the Vikings score a few touchdowns. It's like, is it possible? I got the Vikings at plus 25 and a half on the live line. Needless to say, that covered fairly easily. Um, But I didn't take them. That's a good bet right there. Yeah. I did not take them to win game, uh, which would have paid – it was plus 2,500 when I saw it at the time I got the plus 25 and a half, but, um, they came all the way back. They even had like an empty drive at some point in the fourth quarter and still managed to come back, tie the game and win in overtime. Coincidentally, biggest regular season comeback or the first 24 point plus regular season comeback since the, you like that game, which Kirk cousins was obviously also a part of. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, Kind of sad to say this, but Kurt Cousins might be the most exciting player in the league just because you never you never have any idea what's going to happen when he takes the field. Like the the Vikings are almost 100 percent certain to do something dumb, positive or negative, like in the playoffs. So um, should should be interesting. I'll just I'll just lead the audience. I've got them on my pretender list when we start to talk about playoff contenders and who can actually win the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, some part of me wants to talk about like nerdy coaches at this point in the episode, but instead, let's dive into that contender pretender thing. Uh, we're going to look at both conferences. In the AFC, who do we have as contenders? Yeah, I think it's um, pretty clearly at this point three teams, which it's, yeah, I don't know. It's funny how this works out. These are the three teams that everyone would have said at the start of the season, right? But it's, it's really Bills, Chiefs, or Bengals. I don't see any from any other team from the AFC making it through and, and going to the Super Bowl. Um, so those are the only three real legit contenders I have. Um, I guess the other four current teams in the playoffs would be the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Titans, and the Ravens. But I, I don't believe in any of them enough to string together three wins to get to a Super Bowl. So I've got them all as pretenders. Okay. Uh, now, real quick, I'm going to ask a different question than what I told you I was going to ask. You mentioned all the AFC playoff teams right right there. The next three teams, or I'll go, uh, well, wow, there's a lot of six and eight teams in the AFC. But I'm still just going to go next three teams. New England Patriots, New York Jets, Jacksonville Jaguars. Which of those three teams has the best chance to sneak into the playoffs? Is Mike White playing for the Jets or Zach Wilson? I would. Uh, it's hard to say at this point. I'll I'll say Mike White though for the sake of this argument. So I'll I'll, I'll answer. I'm going to answer this in two ways, which is the same answer. The Jags are the best team, and they're the most likely to get in the playoffs because their division sucks. And I think all they have to. I think if they win out, they're in. Yeah, the Jaguars do actually control their own destiny because they play the Titans the last game of the season. They've already beat them once. They're only one game behind them. So if they win, they'll have the tiebreaker. So even if they end up with the same record, the Jaguars will go as division champions. So yeah, yeah. they do control their own destiny. Uh, NFC, who's your contenders there? By the way, I do concur on the three contenders in the AFC. Thanks, Sasha. I love you. <laughs> That's good. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why I just said that. I don't <laughs> love you, intern Pete. It's that brotherly love that I'm not, I'm not getting, I don't like it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, uh, I think it's also three teams in the NFC. It, I got the Eagles, Niners and Cowboys. The Cowboys are on the fence to me, but I feel like I can't punish them too much for almost losing to the Texans because the chiefs almost lost to the Texans as well. Um, and then they lost to the Jaguars this, this um, weekend, but it was in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence's hair was flowing in the sun. Um, I do think they've got some they've got some issues on defense which weren't showing up early in the year. So I've got Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. You noticeably missing from that are the I believe eleven and three Vikings. Um, and the the footnote to that would be the Cowboys beat the Vikings forty to nothing in Minnesota. So um, those are my three teams. Okay, um, I'll give you maybe the Vikings being off that list, but Kirk Cousins is better than Brock Purdy, right? Dude, I'm on the I am on the Brock Purdy train. Um, and also, have you heard Brock Purdy's nickname? No. This is this might be. We it's might have to blank. Big cock Brock, right? Yeah. Big cock there, Brock. Oh. There you, there you go. We're gonna have to mark yeah. the pod explicit this week just because of Brock Purdy. Yeah. I, yeah. I knew I could bait intern P into saying it, but apparently he's got huge balls it. and the players in that locker room like it. So I'm on Brock Purdy until further notice. 
Do you know who coined that nickname for him? Was it one of his teammates or like an Iowa State co-ed? I think it was. It would be better if it was an Iowa State co-ed or multiple co-eds, but I think it was. It was probably George Kittle, if I had to guess. Sounds like something George might say. George Kittle, co-founder of Tight End U. All right, we're going to wrap this up here in a second, but uh, I'll give you a similar question to what I asked on the uh, on the AFC side. But this time I'll include a couple teams that are in the playoffs. New York Giants, Washington Commanders, Seattle Seahawks, Detroit Lions. That's the last two wildcard teams and the next two that would be in if they can win some games. Who do you like out of those four teams? Lions, for sure. I, I really hope the Lions get in, mostly because they're fun to watch. And I want to see if Dan Campbell really can bite someone's knee off. Um, so out of that group, I like the Lions. I got an interesting one for you. Packers won tonight. Their receivers are getting healthy. They're six and eight. If they went out and go nine and eight, do you want to play them in the playoffs? I mean, at that point, they have a long winning streak, so probably not. But I don't think nine and eight quite gets them there. I don't I don't think they'll make the playoffs. So something you don't have to worry about anyways. What's more interesting to me is can Dan Campbell bite kneecaps off while he's in deep water? Because he's always talking about dragging people out into deep water, but also <laughs> biting kneecaps off. It's, it seems like it could be different. That seems like a brain teaser for P. What do you got? You know, the lines are the lines are just weird. Like it was always kind of a meme. Like it was always a joke. Like the lions are never going to be good, but now they're kind of good. I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm not the smartest guy, as you guys know, but why are they, why are they good? I, I'm confused. Like they shouldn't be good. They have Jared Goff as their quarterback. Like I just, they were terrible last year. The interesting thing about the Lions is they're seven and seven. They threw away a lot of games early in the season. They could be like ten and four right now. They and uh, they're they're playing some of the best football in the NFL. Their offense has played well all year. The defense is coming around a little bit. I think that Lions Jets game said more about like the Jets are the new Broncos, which is like their defense can hold anyone to pretty low scoring, but their offense never scores either. Um, because a Lions game going under 40 is the biggest upset of the season so far. I think they have a P I think they have a lot of good skill guys, the lions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Jared Goff is the classic, like he's a reasonable quarterback when there, when he has a lot of good skill guys, if he doesn't, he like, he's shit. So, I mean, I agree with that. We saw him when he was playing for the, the Rams with Sean McVay. I mean, <laughs> They were dropping points out of left field, you know. But then once it got to the playoffs, they weren't really, they weren't there. They weren't there. So I'm, I am a little, yeah. I'm off on the Lions, but I think they might mess around and win a game in the playoffs. We'll see. Yeah. Except that time they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, but they didn't win in the Super Bowl. They did not win the Super Bowl, but they did make the Super Bowl with Jared Goff as their quarterback. They lost. If you don't win the Super Bowl, then I don't care, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Jared Goff did not win the Super Bowl. He's probably not going to lead the Lions to the Super Bowl. We'll get you out of here on that. On the other side of the break, we're going to get into our best bets, talk about some of next week's games. Stay with us. Having an event that needs amazing entertainment? Hi-Fi Productions is the way to go. 
They bring their mobile dueling pianos and provide a highly interactive and fun show that's perfect for fundraisers, corporate events, or any kind of party. Is somebody getting married soon? Hi-Fi also provides the best wedding DJ service around, winning Wedding Wire's Couples Choice Award four years in a row. They know how to pack a dance floor. Based in Wichita, Kansas, visit HiFiProductions.net to book your unforgettable event. Welcome back into BroStorm Sports. We've got a fun game for you planned on planned later on, but first we got to get into our best bets for the upcoming Week 16. Before we do that, Scott, how we do last week? By your standard, Sasha, I'd say we had a um, average to below average week. As as a as a group, we were three, four, and one. Um, so I'll, let me let me let me quickly run down the results here. Sasha, you were one and one. Um, you had the Niners to cover three and a half against Seattle, which they did. Um, but then you had the Ravens to um, cover three against Cleveland, which they did not. I believe they lost 13 to three. Yeah. Tyler Huntley not doing it at quarterback. Um, so that brings you to 15 and nine on the year. Intern P, you've been on a you've been on a roll, dude, but you you went one and one. You had the Bengals to cover three and a half against the Bucks. Uh, that was looking dicey when they were down 17 and nothing at halftime. Uh, but they covered handily. And then you had the Cowboys um, to cover four and a half against the Jaguars. They lost outright. Uh, side note, Felix took the other side of that bet. Um, we're not going to report on his picks. I didn't think they were good, but Felix was right on that one. So good game to you, Felix. Um, I was one and one. I had the Lions to cover one against the Jets, and they, they won outright. I also had the Panthers to cover three against Pittsburgh. They did not. Um, so that brings me to 10, 13 and one on the year. I cannot, I go one and one every week at this point. So it's boring. P sorry. I didn't, you are 13, nine and two on the year, which is pretty damn good. Um, and then finally, James is our beloved, amazing social media guru. James is he's having a rough, go, rough go in best bets. Um, he went, Zero one and one this week. He had Philadelphia to cover eight and a half against Chicago. They did not. And then he had um, the Chargers to cover three against Tennessee. That was a push. And so James is one six and one on the year, which is not not great. But uh, not I promise good. you, I promise you, people, he is talented at what he does, um, and he'll make picks again this week. We'll try it again. So yeah, yeah, three, four, and one overall. I had a couple of takeaways on all that. One, James is better at TikTok videos than picking. True. Two, Felix is actually better at picking than you think. I, I do picks with him on a regular basis. He doesn't actually know how point spreads work or gambling, but he <laughs> tends to pick the right side of things somehow or another. And three, if it makes anyone feel any better, the game that I actually won this week, I accidentally... Actually, when I placed a wager bet on the Seahawks, even though I picked the Niners on Brostorm Sports. So congratulations. I faded myself. It didn't work out. I I had forgotten what I did. So I um, just as a as a as a fun thing for the listeners, I um decided to live bet the Broncos Cardinals under because I'm like it was like three to three through a quarter, and I'm like, the Broncos are idiots, they always go under. Uh, and it turns out that uh, Brett Rippon, is that his name? Brett Rippon? Turns out he's he's better at playing quarterback than Russell Wilson. And so they went over. 
and I lost. He's got that Mark Rippon blood in him. Yeah, yeah, he's better than Russell Wilson. I can tell you that. My my friend's a Broncos fan, and he hates Russell Wilson, but he loves Brett Rippon. So it's just it's a recency bias for them. I think I think Russell Wilson is the better quarterback, but results. What have you done for me lately? It's funny because my boss is actually a Broncos fan and he's he's long given up on the season, but his new favorite thing to do is to talk about how much Patrick Mahomes sucks every single week when he comes into the office on Monday after the Chiefs win their game. So that's getting pretty interesting around the office. Uh, I mean, Mahomes is, we didn't talk about the MVP race, but he's statistically he's having an all-time I mean, if Mahomes isn't perfect on Sunday, what's up, bro? Oh, yeah. One of Intern P's boys just popped into the video. Yeah. Hey, ask that guy if he'd like to replace you on the show. He wants to know if you want to replace me. Love to do a guest appearance at some point, Sasha. That's fair. We'll we'll see if we can get uh, Intern P's buddy a guest appearance on the show. Well, forget, forget what I was saying. Who's got some picks? I'll go first this week. All right. I actually, I, the reason I always let you guys go first is because I always write down like six or seven games that I like, and then I just figure process of elimination will help me decide. So it makes it a little tougher to decide. But I'll go, uh, I'll start with the Seahawks-Chiefs game. Um, I was very tempted to go with the Seahawks plus nine and a half here because the Chiefs, haven't blown anyone out in a while. And um, it feels like they're going to play close games and play to the level of their competition. So you give me the nine and a half points, you're good. But instead, what I'll do is I'll go with the Seahawks Chiefs over 49. Mother. Oh, yeah. Scott wanted that that one. one. That was one of my picks. Because I I think... You can't bet it against the Chiefs. That's the, the thing. Chiefs, like you, you can't do it. Here's the thing. The Chiefs might be due for a blowout, like blowing the other team out. If they are, they're going to score a ton of points to do it. But if they're not due for a blowout, they're still going to score points. And that means if the other team's close, it's going over. Because the Chiefs are going to score at least 30. I like um, that bet. Chiefs so, are at least 30. Seahawks are going to score at least 20. So there's your over. There you go. It worked out in the Chiefs-Broncos game. It was literally the Chiefs game was like one of three times this year that the Broncos didn't hit the under. So I'll go Chiefs-Broncos over. Although the Chiefs are like, I think, five and nine or something against the spread this year. So just actually betting on the Seahawks wouldn't have been a bad idea if anyone wants to try that on their picks. Um, The other one I'm going to go with, I got a few few options here but i'm gonna go with the uh texans plus seven against the titans the titans are on a four-game skid the texans just got done playing the the cowboys close and the chiefs close uh, i think they they're it, it could go one of two ways like the texans might be due to just like play like a one in 12 team and get blown off of the field but more aptly i think they're 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 thinking we're this close to getting a win. Maybe we can actually get one and try to ruin our number one overall pick. They'd have to win two games for that to happen, which is unlikely. But they could actually beat the Titans. Uh, but if you give me seven points, I think the chances of them keeping it close are pretty good. So I'll go Texans plus seven against the Titans. Are the Titans like the best twelve and one twelve and one team of all time? I think they're the only. One twelve and one. Uh, yeah, I would say they might be but, just because not a lot of teams have ties on their record. So 
they're they're not in a pool against very many other teams. Hypothetically, they were one and twelve. Though they're still they're still good. They just they hang around. I don't get it. Are they like losing on purpose? Is that what's going I to go on? Go too here? far off track, but I was looking at the the stats of that Chiefs Texans game. There was no reason for that game to be even remotely close. The Chiefs outgained yeah. them like five hundred to two hundred. Time of possession, first downs, everything. Yeah. I mean, they've taken the Texans have taken on the persona of their coach, which is to say they try really hard but aren't very good. Um they 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 were they were really trying against that again like against the Chiefs in that game. And I didn't feel like the Chiefs were trying that hard. So you get an overtime game against a one eleven team. All right. Um P, me or you? I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I think I'm ready. So, for my picks here, I'm going to go back to the well. You guys know the well that I'm talking about. It's uh, a Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. I'm I going Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, plus, plus three and a half. Um, the Patriots suck. The Patriots suck. And the Bengals are good. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm taking the cheese here. It's only a three and a half point line. And it probably should be about seven in my in my very good eyes. Um, so I'm going to take the Bengals plus three and a half. I am taking the cheese. Taking well, the cheese. it's it, you giving yourself a good good seven point extra spread there mm-hmm. because the Bengals are minus yep. three and a half. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm in minus three and a half. Yeah. I was looking plus at three and a half. It's neither here nor well, there. You you guys know what I meant, anyways. Well, it is a cheese one still. That's fine. Either plus. Do you think intern P would make out with Joe Burrow if he had the chance? I'm not going to answer that. I'd say the odds are high. (laughs) Jay Miz liked that one. (laughs) I I love me some. He's just talking about the Bengals every week. All right. What's your what's your second winning? They keep covering and they keep winning and they keep covering. Okay. All right. That's fine. And then I got another cheese one. Pittsburgh minus two and a half against the Vegas Raiders. The Raiders looked okay last week. I mean, they did give that game. I mean, they didn't earn that game. But I'm taking the Steelers minus two and a half against the Raiders. I'm not taking the cheese. I'm not going to fall into that trap. So I'm going to take the Steelers minus two and a half. I got that line at minus three, which makes it a bit different, but I don't. You can you can have minus minus two and a half, even though you're yeah. flying. We'll throw you a bone. I have minus three have. also. Oh yeah, CBS right, leader so in sports gambling. Did Jim Nance tell you to use that app? Yeah. What no, is that? A, is that a line from like bro. last Tuesday? No, it was twenty. Maybe. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't. I just like I refreshed it. I like scrolled up and it refreshed and everything. It was we'll crazy. give you the two and a half this time. I kind of want the three though. Just to okay. give myself an extra handicap. We'll, we'll give you the three then. It'll probably end up being a push. That was, that was an well, underrated Jim Nance reference there, Sasha. I was gonna. I was trying to come up. Oh, hello, friends. I was trying to come up with a Jim Nance line, and then I blanked. So, All right. Does that leave me? Yeah, that leaves Scott. I'm gonna be honest. You guys took two of the games that I wanted to bet on. Um, so it makes it easy for me. Uh, the the my top pick you did not. Um, we got the Jaguars playing <clears throat> at New York at the Jets. Mike White has got 10 broken ribs. I think we're still on the Zach Wilson show. 
I don't know if anyone watched that game, but Zach Wilson threw at least four balls just up in the air for anyone to catch. Um, and the Lions only caught one of them, which is like, it seems to me just odds wise that they would catch two of the four. Um, the Jaguars, as we talked about, are still in the playoff hunt um, and they can win out and go. They're playing really well. So I'm going to take the Jaguars plus one at the Jets. Um, I think it's going to be against Zach Wilson. If it's against Zach Wilson, they're definitely covering. The hilarious thing about that is, is like he's already been benched this year and he's still just throwing it up for grabs. Just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the same thing he does at bars with the Cougars. BYU. That's also what I do, so it's fine. Oh, I didn't mean that type of Cougar. Oh, I know what you, you mean. You meant the BYU. Oh, that's a double. That's a that's a double entendre right there. <laughs> double. Oh, he's using think, that Merriam-Webster subscription again. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think, I think uh, intern P learned that in English 140, or whatever he's taking right now. Um, okay, my my second pick. Um, I'm a little concerned that this is recency bias here, um, but the Bills are similar to the Chiefs in that Vegas respects the shit out of them, and they haven't been covering a lot. In fact, they hate to cover. Um, I'm gonna take the Bears plus eight and a half at home against the Bills. Um, Justin Fields is going to run around and probably score at least two touchdowns. Uh, I think they keep it close. It's probably a, it's probably a touchdown game, but I don't think it gets to, gets to eight and a half. So Bears plus eight and a half at home against the Bills. Bears plus eight and a half. Yeah. And I kind of agree with that only because they don't want, they, they don't want to win, honestly. Uh, they want that second pick. They want that first pick. And if they win, it's gonna it's gonna kind of slide their draft pick down. So well, he took the Bears. So sweet logic. That's what I'm saying. So uh, it it's gonna be a close game, but they're not gonna get blown out because they could win a couple games. I'm telling you right now, they they look good. Every game I watch, they look great. P. Yeah, I don't I don't know if tanking in the NFL is necessarily a thing. Just just because these coaches can get fired, like. And players can get fired in a season, so it gets a little, it yeah, gets a little only, bit iffy if you're a coach and you're just trying to lose every game. The only tanking is like making your roster suck to tank, which happens before the season. Like once you're going, you're trying to win the games, right? I mean, but also players are like they're trying to stay in the league, man. They don't, yeah. they don't want to get you know beat out by the next like fourth round backup linebacker from Alabama, so. Um, I think it's I think it's tougher for players to tank live in a game in the NBA in the NFL than say in the NBA. Also, just to be clear, Scott took the Bears, so if they were trying to tank, that would not be helpful for his pick. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to just let that slide. Yeah, I agree. He's no. a little he's a little rough around the edges today, but it's neither here nor there. Yeah, that's fine. I've got uh, Chiefs Seahawks over 49 and the Texans plus seven. P's got the Bengals minus three and a half. Shocker there. Steelers minus three. Scott's got the Jaguars plus one and the Bears plus eight and a half. You guys got anything to add before we get out of this segment? All right. On the other side, we're going to play the game you've all been waiting for. And we might get rid of P and uh, slide Felix in. We'll see. Stay with us. It's not very nice of you guys, but... Welcome back into Bro Storm Sports. For this final segment tonight, we drop the dead weight. Intern P's gone. 
we brought in our special guest, Felix Johnson. Uh, a lot of you heard him last week, Wichita legend comic. The game we're going to play, I don't know what it's called. It's it's the NFL grid game. We've got a grid of six NFL teams. Down the left side is the New York Jets, the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders, and the Denver Broncos. Across the top is the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, and the New England Patriots. So it makes a grid with nine potential players. We have to name a player that played on both teams in the grid. So a player that played on the Jets in Seattle, the Jets in San Francisco, the Jets in New England, so on and so forth. And uh, we're going to go around the circle until we can fill up this grid and hopefully we don't look like too big a dumbasses while we do this. I'm pretty sure we already look like dumbasses, but I get it. Felix, what's up, big dog? Yeah. What's up, Scott? How are you doing? How you West doing, Coast man? living. I got to I gotta be honest with you. Intern B had a rough night, so we're, uh, we're glad to sub you in and sub him out. Hopefully you're more sober than he was. <laughs> Just from what I heard from the group message, I mean, it makes sense that, that intern P is already a little toasted, and it's, I mean, it's a Monday night. I mean, who's not toasted at 10 p.m. on a Monday night? The four of us. To be fair, it's midnight here. Ah, but, but still a Monday. And I just I did just come from a bar, but I wasn't drinking. If you were going to choose one day of the seven not to drink, Monday would probably be the least likely, right? There is half-priced drinks at a local watering hole that I know of on Monday nights. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Yeah. You guys want to get into this game? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. All righty. I'm going to go... F- First, I guess I just nominated myself to go first and making Felix go last since he's the guest and that's how I treat my guests. Used to being at the back um, of the line, where it's, it's okay. <laughs> when it, if you you choose a box, that box is off the table, right? Yeah. Yes. Once the box is filled, it's filled. So have your grid, write them down as they go. I'm going to take the the obvious one off the table: Broncos and Seahawks. Russell Wilson. All right, I'm going to go Jets, Seahawks, Geno Smith. Ooh, good one. Good one. That is correct. Uh, I was going to go Jamal Adams with that one, but that one's gone. I'm going to go New England and uh, Denver. I'm going to go Wes Welker. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Legit. All right, I'm up next. I will go San Francisco 49ers and... Oakland Raiders, now of Vegas. Damn it. Damn it. Jerry Wright. Son of a son of a bushka. I like that. All right. I'm going um Patriots Raiders here. There's actually a few to choose from, but I'm gonna say Randy Moss. Ooh. You could have went with the with the with the one that like is the most relevant. Chandler, that could have been Chandler, Chandler Jones. Jones. No, I but... know. I had him written down. He's okay. A, okay. We, we already talked about how stupid Jacoby Myers and Mac Jones are, so you missed that portion. Well, Matt Patricia is the dumbest one out of all of them. But all right, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit further back. Something that you guys may not know that I know. I'm gonna go Patriots and Jets. Curtis Martin. Shit. I had that one. That's a good call. <sighs> all right. I'm gonna go. Get buzzed out on this, probably. Um, I got 10 seconds. Yeah. 
it's I think your ten is already. I up. think it's over now. I mean, I, I don't know right. who's keeping track yeah. of time. All right. You guys, you guys are gonna like this one. Which this would probably work for any of the grid. Niners, Jets, Frank Gore. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you just throw him at any spot in the grid. He'd probably be good to go. He played for all 45 teams, including the St. Louis Browns back in XFL 1937. Teams. Um I'm gonna go Seattle and the Raiders. And I might need a might need a correction on this one. Bruce Irvin. That is one that is good, man. That's good. Bruce Irvin. We'll give it to you. I broke All right, that's leaves one spot left in the grid. San Francisco and Denver. I actually don't know if this is right, but I'm gonna guess it because I think it might be right. Ed McCaffrey. I call bullshit. I know he played I, I call Denver. bullshit. I was going to say Christian McCaffrey just because his dad played for the Broncos and he plays for the Niners. But you yeah, got you. I count. think you got that one. I think you got that I got one. It's correct. Ed McCaffrey did play for the Niners at one point. That's, that's so bullshit. it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a fact that he played for both teams. So it's it's. Very well, not bullshit, Scott. So we, hey, we I did think, better than I thought we would. Yeah, we actually flew through that. I think, I think we also tied in the in the like who wins the game. Three to three. Uh, to Felix three. had Bruce Irvin. I had Jerry Rice, Ed McCaffrey, and Russell Wilson. I had three. Who'd you have, Scott? I had Geno Smith, um, Frank Gore, Frank Gore, and Randy Moss. Randy Moss and Felix had Curtis Martin, Bruce Irvin, and Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. Well, nice work, fellas. Yeah, I, I, I think we made the right call bringing Felix in for this segment. Intern P would have really screwed that up. P would have, P would have gotten one of the nine. He would, if if we're lucky. I, I think making yeah, Wikipedia I, my favorite website at the age of seven actually worked out for me for the first time in my life. To be, I will. I will I'll grant that one of you two is the winner because I got first pick and I used the skip. And I only won because it came back around to me for the ninth pick. You guys both went undefeated. So I'll give you that. I, t- I tell you what. I tell you what. Because I, um, I listened to the show last week. Felix, I did learn that I think you're a little bit sensitive. You were a little bit sensitive on the show. So I'm going to no, 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 give no, you the no, victory. No, no. You win. Felix is the winner. All right. I don't want you to all, come on here being... feeling bad. <laughs> Listen, I was being brutally attacked last week. That was a complete separate situation. See, I'm going to call. That's called bro storm. your sensitivity. That's called I'm an only man. child. Leave me alone. Yeah, dude. Um, you, need some, you need some brothers. To was a little bit. I, I challenge you, Scott, to a tiebreaker next week of the same game, obviously with different teams. Will you accept my challenge? I accept it. Let's do it. We'll see. Felix. You're not producing this podcast. Okay, we don't know mind. if we're playing this game next. Never game. mind. I was just putting, guys, putting a little bug in the ear. I'll tell you of what, the we'll do it as a social question. Hey, Felix, Felix. Oh, you're putting a bug. Yeah, Felix, I got a good challenge for you. Find us an intern that's better than intern P. That's going to be really hard because all interns are, no, are a, intern. That's a joke, Pearson. That's a joke. The funny thing is, no, he you sucks. won't hear that because he doesn't listen to the podcast. He, no, he's dog shit. He's no. Yeah. The thing is that I that I've 
feel fairly confident in is all the shit talking we were doing on Felix earlier. He won't hear it either. It's a Gen Z thing, Scott. You can't listen to a to a whole audio. I listened to the episode. Me and you listened to it at the same time, Sasha. No, I'm I'm talking about when we were talking shit on you earlier today on this episode. Oh, cats oh, out yeah, of probably the bag, not. I guess. Yeah. All right. I mean, I feel like me and intern P need to team up against you two. So, all right, let's call it a night. Unless you guys got anything else, I'm good. This was this was fun. I'm glad to be back. Good to see Felix. Hearts and kisses, Scott. Um, I would say it was average to CP. So good episode, fellas. Yeah, it was a fun time. Thanks for listening to Bro Storm Sports. Give us a follow on the socials, TikTok, Instagram. Jay Miz is going to have some good videos going up this week. If you're listening this far, you probably like something you heard. Give us a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you next time. See ya.